0: Hi, and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Educational Shorts. Have you ever noticed that if it's good for you, it's a little expensive? And by a little expensive, I mean way more expensive than the thing that isn't good for you. Of course, I'm talking about food. In 2012, I went through some life events, and it led me to be making some decisions. Should I abandon my 16-year retail experience and move on and reinvent myself somewhere else? Well, I think we all realize I probably did that. And I did. I stepped away from everything I knew and I went back to school. (laughs) Well, when you do that, you don't do that flush with cash. And if you're in school, you pretty much don't have cash. That is when I noticed how expensive food was. Since my income was much lower, I started to look at fresh fruits and vegetables and realize that is very challenging to buy that. That I could get other things much cheaper. Like here in Michigan right now, the best you're going to get for two sweet peppers is that two for five dollars deal. And it's usually not quite that good. So when I looked at it back in college today, it's actually worse. The longer we go, the more expensive organic food, and I mean organic in its truest terms, than it is from processed foods. For example, let's make a salad together. Lettuce, three bucks. Cucumber, dollar, pepper, dollar sweet pepper well more likely three dollars a little bit of cheese is three dollars your dressing a couple dollars when you get done depending on what you've put on a salad even making it at home you're making a five to seven dollar salad and if you don't use up all those ingredients with within likely a week they start to go bad on you all of it has a shelf life and in your home that really matters especially if you're struggling to keep that food there now on the flip side, box of noodles, $2, maybe a dollar, dollar twenty. Some areas maybe as high as two dollars. But how many plates of spaghetti can you get from a box of noodles? Bag of chips. Sometimes you can get them for a dollar. Some chips are two or three dollars, and those chips pack in a ton of calories. Processed foods are cheap. Foods that are good for you, vegetables, fruits—they're not. The last time I went to go get apples, I tried to buy a, a bag of Honeycrisp apples. They wanted $9. It's a three pound bag. Here in Michigan, that's really quite high. How expensive should produce be? Think about it. For most of human life, we've just collected seeds from the previous vegetables and fruits. We use that to grow more. That makes it kind of free. So when you plant that, you just get more vegetables and go from there. It should be cheap, but it's not because we're not We are not regionally growing from legacy seeds. What we're doing is importing genetically modified vegetables and fruits. Now, here's a little bit of from my experience. I took the challenge to try and grow vegetables from genetically modified seed. So I went to the store. I bought a pepper, opened that pepper up and used it, but kept the seeds, dried them out, separated the bad seeds, which is about half, if not a little more because one of the reasons why you have trouble growing vegetables from ones you buy is because they're picked way too early and they ripen on the way. Well, the seeds have stunted growth. Not all of them are good. So when I dried the seeds, some of them turned brown and started to curl and the other ones dried correctly. So I separated the brown curled ones out and threw them away and planted the others out of about 40 seeds. I got five plants of those five plants two of them survived. And of the two that survived, they produced a wonderful pepper. Not the same pepper I bought, because on a genetically modified seed, you'll either get one of the two mixes of what is in that seed. Uh, let's say it's an aloha pepper, where they take the yellow and the red peppers and combine them. Well, that plant, if you get a plant, will grow either a red or a yellow pepper. Mine, grew green, green peppers. No matter how long they were sitting on the vine, they were still green, but they were food. And it took a ton of seeds to get a couple viable plants to live long enough to produce peppers. And boy, did they produce peppers. They produce beautiful, large, delicious peppers, but that's out of a ton of seeds. So it's difficult to get legacy seeds through a genetically modified plant. And that's what these companies are doing. They're only modifying the seeds in places that they're growing them. So our vegetables are coming from hundreds if not thousands of miles away. They're picked long before they're supposed to. They ripen on the way and they still have a tremendous amount of waste. So now your cucumber that should be 33 cents is a dollar 50. And that dollar 50 cucumber is only because of the process in which we use cuz in the summertime here in Michigan when everybody starts growing their own cucumbers The price plummets. This is why it was so important to me that of the Edible Landscape Project. It's kind of like just giving away those things that cost too much. I hope that people pick throughout the summer and freeze. I did. I picked a ton of sweet peas and green beans. I blanched them and then I froze them in vacuum seal bags so that I could have them all year long. The goal is is that we grow so much here in town is that people can do that. And they don't have to pay the high cost for good food. This is also another reason why having local growers, regional growers matter. Food isn't that expensive, especially when it comes from seed in the ground. It does take effort and we do have to account for the amount of energy and effort that those farmers put in, but it shouldn't be what it is. We should be able to grow those, pick those, and sell those just like we used to in the past. We just have to do it in the same region we grew it. So, One of the things I hope is that since we're running out of local farmers, that we all become a local farmer of some case. We farm our cities. We farm our yards. A good example of how that happens is when Tractor Supply Company and other places started carrying chicks. Well, next thing you know, a whole bunch of people had chickens. Chickens lay eggs and everybody had eggs. Matter of fact, some people had so many, they start giving them away. They try to sell them, but it ends up being too much and they're just handing them out left and right before they go bad. Well, when that happens in Michigan, egg prices for commercial eggs drop. And I have seen them as low as 25 cents a dozen because so many people have chickens in their yard laying eggs, supply and demand. There was no demand for corporate eggs and the price plummeted. Well, grow peppers, grow tomatoes, grow beans. If we all do that, The price of all of the corporate versions will have to plummet. And when we run out, at least if we have to go buy some, it's at a reasonable rate. And for people like me, when I was in college, at least it drives the cost down so people like me could have bought the vegetables and the fruits without the worry of them going bad before I could use them. That's what's so important. It shouldn't be such a high cost that you sacrifice a lot of other things just to eat well that isn't sustainable. And I think all of us, we can all help that by just growing a little more, eating a little more regional, find that local farmer, minimize the corporate purchase when it comes to food. Do I think you're going to not buy food at the grocery store? Absolutely not. We still buy things in the frozen section. We still buy fruits and vegetables. I can't grow a pineapple here. That's just not going to happen. So we do it realistically, grow what we can, harvest what we can, and minimize what we buy. If we collectively do that, it will take some of this, well, how I feel, price gouging out of the food industry and bring our organics back down to affordable pricing. That's all I have for this week. I hope you've enjoyed this short. If you did, share it with a friend or on social media. Other ways of supporting realistic sustainability is by becoming a monthly supporter or monthly sustainer on our Anchor hosting site or at greetingyourlife.org forward slash podcast you can also leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform those do help more than you think thank you so much for listening and remember we get together each week just to get a little better a little bit a little bit big bit thanks again and we'll see you next week what's going on everybody my name is rob and i'm the host of the curated culture a weekly podcast dedicated to dissecting the latest and greatest news from around the world of tech and pop culture now we all know the internet can be a busy noisy place so let us calm that noise for you join us as we discuss the latest and greatest topics from the people and sources that matter most Check us out every Thursday as we jump into fresh, original content, new interviews, and a host of other subjects that we know you'll find interesting. So jump in to whatever your favorite podcast app is and search The Curated Culture. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, we'll catch y'all on the air.